0: Styling your sentences can be a bit like adding those final touches to a cake, and it all depends on the occasion. For example, the cake might be for a grand wedding. Then you'll have to do your best to make it to the best of your ability. The same with sentences. When we think about decorating and adding ornaments to a Christmas tree, again, we can link it back to styling sentences and that is exactly what we will be talking about today. Hello there, welcome back to Janet's writing podcast. It's been a while. I have constructed a very intricate lesson for you, elaborating on how to style your sentences. Shall we get started? Listen closely, writer, because you are about to hear some top-notch tips. Let's get started on our advanced lesson today. Alright, so our first pattern in styling your sentence is to make it metaphorical. It's not for all sentences, but if you were writing an essay today, for example, and it was about hard work and success, you wouldn't want this on your paper. You could, but let's see how this sentence can be improved. Hard work is important. It needs talent. The sentence itself is dull in terms of the structure. Now here is a new conducted sentence. Hard work is only on one side of the equation. Talent is the other. The two sentences differ a little bit because the first sentence lacked a mode of language. The second sentence consists of figurative language and sends the message more creatively. Did you spot that? Examples of how you would interpret or implement this technique is for example. If you were writing about a woman in a story, here is an example description from a famous novel. Her tall, black body suit seemed to carve its way through the crowded room. That sentence was extracted from a book named Damage by Josephine Hart. You might have read that book before. It is an American best-selling book can you tell that the author has demonstrated a concise description of the bold personality of the woman straight from one sentence the words carved and black bodied trace an image that the woman is striking unique in some way the plentiful description the eloquent use of personification that is the power of one sentence Okay, next we're gonna look at building sentences with appositives. Firstly, an appositive is a noun or pronoun, often with modifiers, set beside another pronoun to explain or describe it. Here are some examples. Thomas Edison, the inventor of the light bulb, is often called US greatest inventor. The appositive in this sentence is the inventor of the light bulb. The second section after the noun, Thomas Edison. Now, let's try initiating a positives with some example sentences. Compare these two sentences, and just a note that I've created these sentences myself. Our first sentence is, On the vast pasture, I noticed a strange animal lurking behind trees, a pink-tailed deer its eyes glittering under the painted sky. Our second sentence is similar. On the vast pasture, I notice a strange animal lurking behind trees, its eyes glittering under the painted sky. A pink-tailed deer. Have you noticed where the positive is? Yes, it's a pink-tailed deer. The appositive merely interrupts the first sentence, whereas the appositive is used more effectively in the second, which marks the climax of sentence two. Next, you're going to learn how to keep your sentences simple and how this can be sometimes more fruitful, I put that in quotation marks, than delivering a very long and complicated sentence. Take a look at this first sentence. The wise teacher told me that my essay was eulogizing and forceful. It made me jubilant. Now take a look at the second. My fifth grade teacher said my essay was good. It left me breathless. All right, so for me, I love using big words. But sometimes I can get too carried away with them. In writing, try to create short and simple sentences so you do not confuse the reader. It is obvious that the first sentence is a bit too extravagant. The second sentence, however, paints a better picture in the reader's mind. Always remember that using impressive words aren't always gill on a lily. Finally, here are some example descriptions for you to consider. Some of these sentences are from passages extracted from wikiHow or writing websites. But for most of them, I have written them myself. So here are two passages for you to consider and analyze in your head. Our first passage is, He was a big guy, but he carried himself as if he apologized for it. His large, hunched shoulders bent in an arch his neck dropping below his phone. He always wore a gray shirt to blend with the walls. Our second passage is, I was at the dentist. My nightmare has come true. The snapping of the medical gloves, the clock ticking, slicing away seconds. The water from the sink dribbled. A bright light ignited. Before I knew it, my back was supported by a lame chair. And my mouth was wide open. All right, gives me the creeps. Actually, I went to the dentist a few days ago, and it wasn't that bad. All right, let me know if you're scared of dentists. I used to be terrified of them when I was little. <laughs> All right, so I hoped you have enjoyed today's lesson. Thank you so much for listening. Have you learned something about styling your sentences? Have you? Let me know with a moist message or something. Remember to check out my YouTube channel, Janet's English Class, and stay tuned for upcoming episodes about writing. Feel free to send me a voice message on any questions on today's lesson. And don't forget to check out Janet's English Courses. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!